1: Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. 25 degrees right now. A blanket of snow across much of Kansas this morning. We have the story. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holliday.
0: Officially yesterday, we received four tenths of an inch of snow in Wichita that was still a record breaker for the day. The rest of the week looks dry and quiet. Our complete forecast in just a few minutes.
1: Wichita has recorded four-tenths of an inch of snow as, you heard from Dan there a moment ago, record for the state. Streets and roadways around Wichita are wet, but generally in good shape this morning. You'll need some window scraping time if you leave your vehicle outdoors overnight. Much of Kansas has received at least some snowfall now. Depths of four inches common in uh, southwest Kansas, with a five-inch reading at Satanta in Haskell County. Mayor Brandon Whipple and Wichita City Council members are in Kansas City this week for the National League of Cities meeting. Whipple tells KNSS News he'll attend meetings dealing with uh, small businesses and retail. Really focusing on on
2: some of uh, the small business uh, adjustments that we see now that uh, the brick-and-mortar retailers, frankly, aren't where they were uh, years ago because of the Internet. So what can we do with those spaces? What can we do to still encourage uh, small business growth, uh, even if you you know, a city might lose their gap or, you know, one of these stores that used to really dominate.
1: Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Tate of the Morning Show on KNSS. New members of Congress arriving in Washington.
3: Despite not knowing which party will control the House, many new members of the 118th Congress are in the nation's capital for orientation. The key is to try and make sure we can continue to move the agendas forward, the White House, the Senate, and the House, whoever's running it. That's newly elected Democrat Glenn Ivey from Maryland. He's one of many members-elect taking part in training and a class photo this week. The new members won't officially begin work until early next year. In the meantime, they'll be focused on hiring staff and deciding who will lead their respective parties. The current Congress will likely be working on funding the government and passing the annual defense policy bill during the lame duck session. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News.
1: Former President Donald Trump will address reporters tonight at his home in Florida.
0: Former President Donald Trump will be making a promised announcement tonight from his residence at the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach. It is expected by many that the former president will make known and official his intent to seek a second term in the White House. Unlike other U.S. presidents in the past, Mr. Trump has not gone quietly, routinely criticizing Democrats and the currently serving President Joe Biden. The former president has caused a new division among Republicans since the party's expected big wins in last week's midterms failed to materialize. In Broward County, Florida, Evan Brown, Fox News.
1: A suspect is in custody after three football players at the University of Virginia were shot and killed.
2: University of Virginia students and local residents coming together for a vigil Monday night. Three UVA students, all football players, Devin Chandler, Lavelle Davis Jr. and Deshaun Perry were shot and killed while on a charter bus returning from a class trip Sunday night. Two other players were hospitalized with gunshot wounds. According to authorities, the class saw a play in Washington, D.C. and had just returned to campus when the shooting took place. 22-year-old UVA student Christopher Darnell Jones Jr. was arrested about 80 miles away in Richmond after a 12-hour manhunt, and has been charged with three counts of second-degree murder.
1: That's Fox's Laura Engel reporting. KNSS News Time now, 7:04, four minutes past seven o'clock.
4: We got a big game in college basketball tonight. We'll give you give you the preview coming
1: up in sports. The long-awaited memoir from former Vice President Mike Pence is out today. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 707 now. Seven minutes past seven o'clock on this Tuesday morning. 25 degrees. Another railroad union has rejected its agreement. With the nation's freight railroads, uh, that increases the chances that Congress may be called upon to settle the dispute and block a strike. The International Brotherhood of Boilermakers Union at Monday voted down the contract, even though it includes 24% races and $5,000 in bonuses. All 12 rail unions must approve their deals to prevent a strike. But no strike is imminent because all the unions have agreed to keep negotiating until a deadline early next month. Workers' quality-of-life concerns are threatening to derail the agreements. The long-awaited memoir from former Vice President Mike Pence is out today.
2: The title of former Vice President Mike Pence's memoir also happens to be the final four words he uttered before officially becoming first in line the to the presidency in 2017. Enter. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations. So Help Me God, published by Simon & Schuster, hits bookstores today, complete with an audiobook narrated by the former vice president himself. It's billed not only as his story, but also gives details about what he calls a close working relationship with former President Trump that, quote, did not end well. He also talks about the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, saying he believes he, quote, did his duty that day. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News.
1: The candidates in Georgia's upcoming U.S. Senate runoff began the week connecting with voters in different ways three weeks out. GOP challenger Herschel Walker
3: campaigned by bus in Augusta Monday.
0: We got to make sure they know that we want to take our country back.
3: Senator Raphael Warnock went the digital route with an ad explaining why we are where we are. Since
0: this race was so close, we got to run it back.
3: Walker also released a digital ad showcasing small town values. Senator Warnock starts a bus tour today with stops in Douglasville and Atlanta. The runoff is scheduled for December 6th and is not about if Democrats will have a Senate majority, but by how much. Five days of early voting begins November 28th. Grinnell Scott, Fox News.
1: KNSS News Time now, 7.09, nine minutes past, seven o'clock here on this Tuesday morning. We've got a little moisture in the air for a change yesterday, and a little moisture on the streets this morning. We're going to take a look at that and, and if that's affecting traffic. Don't think it's affecting traffic very much, but we're keeping an eye on it for you. Are you just the same, Chad? What's happening in traffic this morning?
4: Right now, yeah, it's not really affecting traffic too badly out there. Those traffic volumes are just now starting to uh Uh, really pick up out there starting to see some uh, heavier traffic in a few areas and the the highways looking really good uh here in wichita so far uh they've been treated they might have some wet spots might be slippery here and there but uh really the highways in the wichita area looking pretty good uh you might for a time uh still have some uh, icy spots on the uh, residential streets the side streets Sort of thing that haven't been treated out there, but for the most part, things looking good right now. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
1: Now the KSN Storm Tracker three forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Good morning, Ronel.
3: Hey, good morning. How you doing, Steve?
1: I'm doing great. A little bit of a, a little bit cooler this morning than it's been for a while.
3: Yeah, pretty brisk, crisp, all the above, and especially after that uh, that wintry weather yesterday, you know, Jad talking about traffic in our roads and side streets out there. Overall, the Wichita area, not too bad of shape out there, but Steve, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, just go ahead and throw out that reminder. We had wintry weather yesterday, and... Last night, it's uh, well below freezing right now. Still can't completely rule out a few slick spots out there, and especially on those bridges and overpasses, those elevated surfaces, I, I think that's uh, those are areas where we'll just have to make sure that we're using extra caution. But uh, I, I don't see us having uh, too many weather-related issues, at least this morning, and already starting to see a, a bright start to the day. A lot of the cloud cover is cleared out. Seeing sunshine make a return today, expecting mostly sunny conditions. A northwest breeze, though, although light at 8 to 18 miles an hour, will only be able to warm up to a high of 43 degrees so it's going to be chilly all day long still uh likely going to need to keep that heavier coat on even during the warmest part of the afternoon skies turn partly cloudy at times late tonight and there's also going to be a a 10 percent chance of snow showers there's going to be a weak disturbance that's going to move in a reinforcing shot of colder air i don't really see uh, too much snow for wichita but just can't completely rule out maybe seeing a few flakes late tonight into early wednesday morning still expecting more sunshine tomorrow but of course another cold start at 20 degrees and uh, high temperatures slightly colder than today for our wednesday high of only 37 in wichita we will be able to gain a few degrees come thursday back up to a high of 42 but then another one of those reinforcing shots of cold air dropping us right back down to a high of 30 degrees on friday so much of the rest of the the work and school week out there going to be pretty chilly temperatures rebounding through the 40s and even into the 50s this upcoming weekend Uh, by sunday high 50 degrees and then uh, by monday tuesday anywhere between 53 and 54 degrees of course keeping a close eye on that forecast for next week already thanksgiving right around the corner a lot of people going to be traveling hitting the roads hitting the sky so we'll keep a a close eye on things for you out there right now we are at 22 degrees skies fair very little cloud cover with a light northwest wind at eight miles an hour yeah triple a is saying this
1: morning uh i've got to copy here someplace i don't know how many million People are going to hit the road in Thanksgiving. It's going to be probably up from last year in the pandemic year, but uh, most of them are going to go by uh, by car or truck or uh, you know on the on the highways. So yeah, yeah.
3: Make- so so far though, at least early next week, things are looking pretty quiet. And of course, we'll uh, keep an eye on things uh, from there.
1: All right, thank you, Ronell. The KSN Storm Tracker forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Stephen, ten in the morning now. Seven thirteen today is Tuesday, November fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Uh, we had a cloudy day with rain and snow across central Kansas Monday, as you know. Uh, bigger snowfall out to the southwest and then up to the north and northwest. There were some pretty good f- snow amounts up there, which high temperature was forty-one degrees yesterday. Normal high is fifty-eight, so we were well below what normal normal high is. Four-tenths of an inch of snow at Eisenhower Airport sets a new record for the date. Yeah. Previous record, three-tenths, was set in 1929. <laughs> That's a record that, that record has been meaning to be broken for a long, long time.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS again. This is November 15th, and uh, it was uh, on this date in 1806. Explorer Zebulon Pikes sighted the mountaintop now known as Pikes Peak. Oh, yeah, Pikes Peak. In present-day Colorado. So we're celebrating Pikes Peak's, well, not his birthday, but <laughs> discovered. But I, I would imagine the Native Americans knew it was there all the time, don't you? Probably did. Did you ever know anybody named
4: Zebulon? Zebulon, no. Uh, <laughs> no? I I did know somebody whose name was Zeb, and I knew it was short for something, but... I'm not entirely sure it was short for
1: Zebulon. Probably for Zebra. (laughs) I don't know. know. I I never knew what it was short for. Might have been Zebulon. Who knows? Got a couple of birthdays for you today. Uh, They are entertainment birthdays. Uh, Petula Clark is 90 years old today. I remember her when I was in junior high school, and she had that song, Downtown, which was a huge hit forever. And uh, yeah, she turned 90 today. And then Beverly D'Angelo is 71. Now that would be the mom from the vacation movies, the right? National Lampoon vacation movies. That's right. Beverly D'Angelo, seventy-one years old today. So there was a couple of prominent birthdays for you. AAA predicts a fifty-four point six million people nationwide will travel fifty miles or more from home this Thanksgiving. That's a one point five percent increase over twenty twenty-one and ninety-eight percent of pre-pandemic volumes. We're getting back to pre-pandemic here. Okay. This year is projected to be the third busiest. For Thanksgiving travel, in Kansas, travelers will be out on the roads and in the air as more than 581,000 Kansans uh, plan to drive to their destination. Wow. Uh, No, they said, I beg your pardon, 581,000 Kansans plan to travel over the holiday weekend. And that's an increase of just 1.2% over last year. Most travelers will drive to their destinations, much like last year. Nearly 49 million people are expected to travel by car. In Kansas, more than five hundred twenty-five thousand will be traveling by car—half million, the most popular mode. But uh, just a slight increase of two-tenths percent from a year ago. So, people making travel plans—they go, <laughs> "Do you have any travel plans for uh, the?" I don't, uh, haven't. No, don't, uh, don't think so. But uh, you never can tell; something might come up at the very last minute, and who knows?
4: I suppose it could.
1: Anything can happen.
4: Yeah. About as far as I usually have to go is over the river and through the so woods to Clearwater, Clearwater which, is, yeah. <laughs>
1: which isn't
4: which is even leaving the county. So,
1: right. yeah. <laughs> Not a big trip at all. How much would you spend for a pair of well-used sandals that date back to the mid-1970s? You'd probably pass, pass them up if you saw them in a thrift store. But because those sandals were worn by late Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, the interest and the price tag was much higher. Okay, Julianne's auctions say... The used brown suede Birkenstocks went for nearly $220,000. And in case you're wondering, yes, it is the highest price paid at auction for a pair of sandals. Used <laughs> sandals. Used sandals. 717 now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. It is sports time with Jad Chambers this morning. Chad, take it away. Not sure I'd pay a nickel
4: for used uh, sandals. I don't. I don't care whose they were, I suppose. But now, well, anyway, we've got a big college basketball game tonight. They don't really actually get much bigger and much more classic than the uh, game tonight. It's the Jayhawks in Indianapolis for the State Farm Champions Classic. Classic indeed. Number six KU versus number seven Duke on a neutral court. Duke without coaching legend Mike Krzyzewski, who tied last year. KU facing new Duke head coach John Shire while KU will be without their own head coach, Bill Self. Bill still serving that four-game suspension imposed by KU. Uh, the Jayhawks will be led instead by assistant coach Norm Roberts, who talked about the matchup at a recent press conference.
5: Uh, I think you go by what you've seen okay. and and more than what's been done in the past. Um, different players, you know, maybe a little bit different style. I know one thing, they're pressuring defensively like they normally do. Uh, they're moving the ball and playing unselfishly like they always do.
4: So, yeah, that's a big-time matchup, of course. <laughs> the Jayhawks, this will be their first really big challenge of the year, and it doesn't get much bigger. Number six, KU versus number seven, Duke. It's the State Farm Champions Classic pregame start at 7 o'clock, and it's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. But, hey, if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, tune in early. 6 o'clock the Chiefs Kingdom show on KFH could be getting an update on the status of Chiefs wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster who was ruled out of the rest of Kansas City's game against the Jaguars on Sunday after a hit left him in the concussion protocol. Have heard that some of the players said that uh, he was in the locker room with them joking around and laughing seeming completely normal so maybe some good news hopefully for uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and the Kansas City Chiefs In conjunction with the Texas Rangers and Surprise Stadium in Arizona, the Kansas City Royals have announced game times for their 32-game exhibition schedule for 2023. Royals starting up their 21st season in the Cactus League on Friday, February 24th against the Texas Rangers starting at 2.05 p.m. Kansas City's schedule features 15 home games at Surprise Stadium, two games as the visiting team versus the Texas Rangers, the Royals will play every Cactus League team at least twice, including five games versus the Rangers. And this is this is interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see how this works. Kansas City's schedule also includes a World Baseball Classic exhibition game against the national team from Great Britain on Thursday, March 9th at 2:05. <laughs> oh, see if uh, Great Britain has a good baseball team. <laughs> I don't know, I'd expect him to be more uh more into cricket, I suppose, but however that works out, that's uh that's interesting. Wichita State volleyball sophomore, middle blocker, Natalie Foster, named to the American Athletic Conference weekly honor roll on Monday. It's the fourth weekly honor for Foster, who has been named to the honor roll in consecutive weeks now. A recent hot stretch from Foster raised her hitting her season hitting percentage to uh, 371. That's the third best in the American Athletic Conference, 43rd best nationally. Foster and the Shockers hit the road to battle Tulsa tomorrow night. First serve scheduled for 6 o'clock. And, Steve, it was on this day in sports history in 1886. The Cincinnati Red Stockings of the American Association dealt rookie catcher Jack Boyle to the St. Louis Browns for outfielder Hugh Nickel and $400. Yep. What,
1: what,
4: was the, what was the significance of that trade? I don't have any idea. It was the first ever trade in Major League Sports. Happened on this day back in 1886. Okay. There, there you go. <laughs> A catcher for an outfielder and 400 bucks. <laughs> that was the deal on this day. In 1886, and that's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning.
1: 7:22 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. Advocates say it's a good time to learn more about diabetes. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This
0: is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
1: Good morning, Steve McIntosh. It's 4730 here on this Tuesday morning and 25 degrees. Two former Kansas City, Missouri police officers pleaded guilty to assaulting a black transgender woman during an arrest that was caught on film. Charles Pritchard and Matthew Brummett were sentenced to three years of unsupervised probation and also surrendered their peace officers' licenses after pleading guilty Monday to third-degree felony assault. Prosecutors said Pritchard and Brummett slammed Breonna Hill's head into a sidewalk, kneed her, and forced her arms over her head while cuffed. The officers initially claimed that Hill resisted arrest during the October 2019 encounter, but they were charged with a felony after a grand jury viewed a video of the arrest captured by a passerby and heard from two witnesses. Questions remain in Arizona's tabulation process in the election.
0: Maricopa County Sheriff Paul Penzone says protesters outside the county's election center have been peaceful. Expressing their First
4: Amendment right, uh, expressing their concern over the circumstances, but abiding by the law and um, and being respectful uh, for the most part.
0: Explaining police presence will remain. Elections officials have been speaking out against unfounded claims of election fraud.
4: You know, I think if you truly believe in our nation and, and, uh, and, and our foundation and our principles, then you recognize that elections, not everybody is a winner. Not everybody is
0: happy on that day. Penzone says he looks forward to those elected leading the state and hopes it will be about collaboration, not division. Kristen Goodwin,
1: Fox News. Sentencing day in Wisconsin for the man convicted in last year's Waukesha Christmas Parade attack. Before Daryl Brooks Jr. is sentenced for killing six
0: and injuring over 60 others in last year's Waukesha Christmas Parade attack, he'll first have to hear from 36 victims and family members who are set to speak or read written statements, which is why Brooks's sentencing that begins today is expected to extend into a second day in Waukesha County Court where it's not clear what to expect from Brooks considering constant delays and disruptions during his month-long trial. Brooks faces six consecutive life sentences plus 859 years in prison when Judge Jennifer Doro renders her decision tomorrow. Jeff Manasso,
1: Fox News. The Wichita City Council recently approved millions to pave dirt streets in the city. Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News. We are starting
2: uh, this year with... Uh, safety first really paving around uh, schools Uh, we have we have roads around you know our our elementary schools that are unpaved Uh, so we're trying to put some money uh, towards that to start paving those but it's an eight-year plan and uh, it balances itself it's actually pretty responsible uh, uh, fiscally uh, and it's going to hopefully uh, somewhat equalize this imbalance of uh, paved communities uh, versus unpaved communities here in Wichita Whipple commented during
1: Mondays with the mayor on the Steven Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a gradual clearing sky, it's going to be mostly sunny today. Temperatures should reach the upper
0: 30s by around lunchtime, 43 for the high this afternoon. A clear sky this evening, Arlo 23. Yet another cold front comes in. This one not expected to bring any precipitation, though, through tomorrow. It'll be breezy Wednesday with a high 35. I'm KNSS Meteorologist Dan Holliday.
1: Now partly cloudy, 25 degrees, and we have a northwest wind at 7 miles per hour. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS, coming up on 734 on this Tuesday morning. And with us this morning, Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meichner. Good morning, sir.
5: Good morning, Steve. How are you doing today?
1: Well, I'm doing just fine. Um, streets are in pretty good. Okay. good pre- streets are in pretty good shape. I haven't been out in the county, but uh, city streets. Uh, I think there was some treatment going on. I did. I never saw a truck anywhere. I know they were out sometime, but uh, apparently they didn't put down
5: some of that brine. You know, some of that treatment
1: that seems to work on this kind of stuff.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think that when I was at the city, we got hit one night really bad, and I think kind of learned a lesson about pre-treatment and getting aggressive at, you know in the midnight hours through the through the early morning get ahead of it yeah so i think they're doing a good job yeah
1: how about what's the county's role in something like that uh does the county go out and and, and uh, do streets highways or what
5: yeah we've got uh we've got snow removal stuff for uh mainly um the paved roads got a lot of miles out there that are
2: uh
5: that you know that are kind of isolated but mainly it's the uh the paved roads that the county manages up to the various various cities. So, yeah, we have a crew. It does good.
4: Yeah, Steve, that I thought you knew that. That was one of the jobs I had before I I came here. I used to work for Sedgwick County Road Crew. Ooh,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah, we know that. Jed likes to put in something that we already
5: know. It. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pete so, uh, Jad was, so Jad was a snow plow man.
4: Yeah, he was a plower.
1: I actually I didn't do any snow plowing
4: myself, but I uh I did some loading. I, I was loading the salt sand.
1: Yeah. He put air in the tires, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, right, right, right. <laughs> all right now. Uh no no meeting
5: this week for the county commission. Is that correct? No, no. We yes, we do have a meeting. Oh you do? And okay. Actually... <laughs> And actually, it's our first one that we're going to have in that lower-level auditorium there at the uh, at the Ruffin Building. There at the corner of Broadway and where our office is, we're on the sixth floor. Uh, Our offices are the county offices, and then uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I don't I don't think a lot of people understand know that there's a uh, there's a, a oh the auditorium. It's about not, not half the size, maybe a little less than half the size of the city council uh, auditorium. So it's a it's a nice uh, gonna be a nice setup. So the first meeting is is tomorrow, and we uh, you know we've done a lot of work there to make sure that the it was kind of outdated, needed lights and sound and, and ADA compliance, and and uh, anyway, so that that's where we're going to be at. So that's a bad kind of.
1: Now that you mentioned yeah. it, though, Rodney Price who. Covered city and county. He did leave a story on that this last weekend, and I didn't even think about it this morning. I just missed it. But uh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah. you're in that. That, that was the building that went up uh, in the 70s as the uh, Fourth National Bank building. A lot of glass, a right. lot of glass, and right. Uh, right. Uh, just a beautiful, beautiful building. Um, and you uh, you have the auditorium that sits somewhere on the on the first floor then. It's not out there in the atrium.
5: Well, yeah, if you you got to come out. You know, you come into that main door into that. Atrium, that that large airspace, and you kind of can walk. You walk down a a small flight of stairs, or you can take an elevator down. And anyway, it's in it's in the lower level, and uh, which is kind of open. Again, you walk downstairs and kind of take a right when you get down there, and there's a there's an auditorium hidden in there that's that's very functional. So,
1: now, uh, do you uh, is what are we going to talk about tomorrow? Is there any some important uh, agenda items, anything like that?
5: Uh, we, there's mainly uh, a lot of in- getting close to the end of the year. There's some there's some cleanups on uh, the various citizen advisory boards, and a couple of uh, proclamations about uh, small business and uh, dedication for the Billy McRae Day and uh, and National Adoption Month, which is kind of close to many people and and so that that's mainly it. A little bit of new business with uh, with um, Again, the Citizen Advisory Board, and and, um, uh, we're setting the holiday schedule for next year. There's going to be discussion about adding or uh, exchanging out one of the holidays for uh, Juneteenth. that has been a lot of discussion locally and statewide and nationwide about that. So we'll have a discussion about that, and then it looks like I think we're clearing up some – some grant opportunities in the department of Aging and and com care so of yeah. the things that we've talked about before that, you know the county just does a lot of the basic basic services that uh, right. to, for the citizens how many citizens?
1: how many uh, how many advisory boards does the county have do you know I mean is, oh my gosh Steve uh, these are these are I citizens have. I have a I have a friend who I think is saying he was putting out his resume he was trying to get on as many he sent his resume to the 10 or 12 city council advisory boards, and they are all turning him down. Uh, and he, and he's, like I said, he's a good friend of mine. He doesn't even have a criminal record or anything. He, he should be a good pick. Uh, but uh, I know that a lot of these are just folks who uh, get on the boards and, and they try to help out in their districts and, and come up with ideas, I hope, things like that, and complaints.
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now each, each city council member and, and commissioner have a citizens advisory board, which is just a kind of direct board with with that particular uh, council member or commissioner. Yeah. And then there's all these boards that are like, you know, the airport board and, you know, a department aging board. There's, there's a lot of boards. So if people are interested, they, they can go to both of the websites and maybe you're like I said maybe your interest is in uh, the airport for instance, and that's that's an important one or you know and then the, then the real important the zoning and planning and things like that so there's a lot a lot of boards and uh just depends I've had calls from people that are their their expertise or their interest is in this particular area and so I keep that name handy and if there's a position open then um, I try to I try to bridge try to connect that person into that board hmm.
1: so. yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, get your opinion on this: Is COVID nineteen the pandemic, or is that in the rearview mirror now? Can we say bye bye? Or can we ever rest <laughs> and say we yeah, getting back no, to I, normal? You
5: know, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it to me it is. To me, it is. And yeah. Yeah, people are still getting uh, a, a variant of COVID or COVID, and and they just they just are not going to the hospital unless they have some. Some other underlying uh, issues, and uh, so yeah, we're I think we've moved past that
1: for sure. You know, I I was I took a doctor's examination last Friday, and I noticed that uh, there were one or two people, patients in the waiting room who who had masked up, but none of the staff, nobody was masked. uh, None of the doctors or 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 nurses or the you know the counter people, nobody was masked. So that kind of gave me the idea. Well. Maybe we're at that point where we can re- relax a little bit about it anyway.
5: Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree. I would agree.
1: All right. My wife and I got, my wife and I got our flu shot, so we're ready for that, we hope. And, uh, good, now, good, good. Now it's the flu season. Yep. We gotta worry about
5: yeah, I don't know. All right. any, any other things? No, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Other, well, I would say that, uh, you know, looking back for last week's elections, um, at least in Sedgwick County, you know, where there's all the worry about long lines and the things that happened during the primary. And, and uh, all in all, this one went uh, really well for the citizens. I actually had a few emails and conversations that it was really nice, you know, maybe a 10 or 20 minute wait. I think, it, you know, the, the day, the early day that Monday that it closed, that it for early voting, that one had the, the, the longest wait that I'm aware of right at noon. Cause people procrastinated till then, but Overall, on that Tuesday, I think it went went very well, and so I credit uh, kind of credit the citizens that came to the to the rescue, so to speak. Uh, kind of example of our community. You know, everybody's worried about voting on time and and without it without too much of a problem. And so we had a lot of a lot of people volunteer, and of course, they got paid a little bit. But yeah, but it, it worked, and and uh, so I'm I'm glad. I congratulate the elections office for pulling off a. A calm one. It, it wasn't in the news, so that might, that must have meant it went very calm. <laughs> well, as a matter of
1: fact, I did interview uh, uh, Angela, and I did say
5: Angela. Yeah. But you were
1: not. You were listening to some rock and roll station, or uh, you know, <laughs> hip hop, whatever you is, whatever it is
5: that you uh, listen. <laughs> I, I was working on the spreadsheet so
1: Oh, there you go. The co- yeah, but the computers, the computers didn't collapse, and there was no violence, and it, and all in all, i I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It just seems like everything went. Uh, pretty darn smooth, uh, from what folks were scared that it was going to happen, but they always, it always runs pretty smooth here. There are little hiccups, but, uh, you know, you got, uh, yeah,
5: they, you know, if you call it, did a good job of getting out the word about it, the kind of a heat map. If you live in this area and it's yep. red, yeah. you be ready. And so it just good, good communication and, and, and a nice job, I think. Yeah.
1: All right. Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, I can, I'm hoping that you'll have a good Thanksgiving. I'm probably not going to talk to you until after Thanksgiving. I'm going to take a little time off, but uh, you and your family, I hope you have have one of those great big Meissner family gatherings of 215 (laughs) people and one turkey. That'll be kind of fun, you know?
5: (laughs) Well, it it is a, uh, it's got a lot of great memories for for us. our, Our family Thanksgiving and the, and the kids that used to be little that are now young adults, <laughs> and they they still have great memories. They talk about Thanksgiving sometimes more than Christmas or the other things. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a it's a nice it's a nice uh, nice day and a nice weekend yeah, for geez. us all. So all right, Pete. Thank hey, happy Thanks hey, happy, yeah. happy Thanksgiving to you. Steve. All right,
1: thanks all right. and thanks for being with us this morning. Of course, that's a Central County Commissioner Pete Meichner here with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update. Local drone maker needs more money to keep going. That's on the way. Steve at in the morning here on KNSS.
2: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Stephen, ten in the morning. KNSS seven forty eight. Now here on this Tuesday morning, three big things: three five inches of snow in parts of Southwest Kansas. Wichita sets a record with just under a half inch. Donald Trump will make an announcement tonight, expected to say he'll run for president again. Members of Congress back in Washington looking to name leaders. Three big things, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. All right, we have a
4: stalled out vehicle northbound I-135, and it's right there at the ramp to K-96. Busy area this time of morning, so watch out there. But the bigger backup that I'm seeing right now is northbound I-235 approaching the North Junction. That is actually backed up uh, all the way from southbound I-135, heading south towards K-96. The backup goes all the way back up onto I-235, and they there through that road construction. So might want to avoid that area for the time being. Very heavy traffic there, moving slowly. Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. Mm-hmm. I'm Jad Chambers.
1: Sunny today with a high of 42 degrees. Mostly clear and cold tonight. The overnight low 20. And then Wednesday, sunny and cool. Tomorrow's high, just 35 degrees. The Monarch in historic Delano featuring seasonal handcrafted cocktails. Perfect for the holiday season. Menu and info online at monarchwichita.com. 42 for a high today. Looked at last last Tuesday's. Projected high was 75. That was oh, one week ago. Stephen said in the morning here on KNSS. Global stocks higher after Wall Street gave back some of last week's huge gains. The American and Chinese resident presidents met, and China's consumer spending shrank in a sign of economic weakness. On Wall Street Monday, the Dow closed down 211 points, S&P down 35, the Nasdaq down 127 points. Chinese consumer spending contracted in October and factory activity weakened as antivirus controls following a rise in the infections weighed on the economy in China. Government data showed retail sales sank five-tenths percent, half a percent compared with a year ago. That's a pretty good drop. Down from September's two-and-a-half percent expansion the other way as millions of people were confined to their homes. Now business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Despite a swing in the third quarter to positive net income, Ag Eagle Aerial Systems has increased its apparent urgency for additional liquidity to keep its operations going. The Wichita based drone maker reported net income of $1.7 million in the third quarter, up from a loss of $3.8 million in the same quarter of 2021. However, its net loss through the first nine months of the year was $11.5 million, and Ag Eagle warned investors more specifically about its financial situation in its uh, uh, 10Q filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission that uh, was posted to its website Monday. So uh, little things are not not exactly perfect for Ag Eagle. Wichita State University enrollment is growing, and so too are housing options near campus. Construction is progressing on a 127-unit apartment complex called Arrow, East of the university at 2324 North Pinecrest, between 21st and Lumen Streets. Indianapolis-based Spectra Student Living, an investment and development firm specializing in projects catering to university students, is behind the complex. It is its first in Kansas, according to the company website. And that's Business News this morning from the Wichita Business Journal here on KNSS. And uh, nice to talk with Pete Meitzner this morning, said county commissioner just a few minutes ago. And it reminded me about family gatherings uh, at Thanksgiving time, and when Ted, Ted will be back in a day or so, I'll probably elaborate on this a little bit more. But uh, I had uh, our family was fairly big. I think I counted one time we have about thirty-two or thirty-three cousins on on both sides of the family. That's fairly fairly large, but uh, we had some interesting gatherings. Usually, that, the, Thanksgiving was my dad's side of the family, and Christmas was mom's side of the family. That's the way. It, it usually worked, but we had some. Hmm. Oh well, you get these. Uh, just uh, had some great, great uh, times together. As all the kids, you know, you, I don't. I'm sure you've done this, Jad. I'm sure you had to sit at the card table next to the big table. Did you? I mean, <laughs> that's. Oh what yeah, we had a kids table. The young kid, the young cousins had to stay over there, and yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, but it was all right. <sighs> We might have got to the finally got to the adult table after a while. Yeah,
4: eventually you do, I
1: suppose. Yeah, (laughs) sometimes you grow up, sometimes you don't. Uh, Today is uh, National Philanthropy Day. Philanthropy, yes, honors those who who back their communities. Uh, The word philanthropy comes from Latin and Greek, philanthropia, which go gives us kindliness, humanity, and love for mankind. Now, from this. I sound like uh, the dad on the big, my big fat Greek wedding. I know. <laughs> From this, we take the philo, attending to, uh, attending to, fond of, and joined anthropos, meaning mankind or human beings. So, philanthropy. All right. um, this is something that uh, you know many of our more wealthy citizens. Some of these people are trying to give away money. And they they yeah. can't do it. Uh, it's just, they give away as much as they can. They still can't give it away. I did I read I read a good book on Rockefeller several years ago. Can't remember who wrote it, but uh you know the first the first generation made the money and then generation after generation, generations of Rockefeller's been trying to give it away. Haven't <laughs> I don't think they've been able to give it away all of it yet. So it uh, but at least they're doing some good things to it. Uh You know
4: it. th- it's kind of interesting that you bring up philanthropy today. I, my the the yearly bit of of giving that I really do I do on a a uh, website called Desert Bus for Hope, and that's actually going on right now. Uh, they're doing kind of a, oh, it's kind of a streaming uh, telethon sort mm-hmm. of thing.
1: So, so you can I'll tell you, this is, if you want to give, there's there's plenty of opportunities. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Salvation Army, if, if there's nothing more than dropping a couple of bucks in one of those kettles, you know, everything is going to help others who who need this help this time of year. It's not like uh, the Dickens Classic, uh, uh, are there no workhouses? <laughs> Are there yeah, no exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bah, humbug. All right. Uh, Thanksgiving coming up here. 7.55, Steve and Ted. Stay with Stephen Ted. Coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, we have the latest on this Kansas snow that's been falling. you Jed has a look at sports this morning, right, Jed?
4: That's right. Great big game in college basketball tonight. Maybe the biggest of the season so far. We'll tell you all about it. Coming up in sports. Plus,
1: entertainment news, the blur is on the way.
4: Oh, Steve, you're gonna love the blur. Uh Oh, uh oh. That's right. Hey, I've got a story about a Christmas story. And the movie. Yeah. yeah, uh, Your favorite, Bachelor in Paradise. Bachelor? That's right. Fantastic. Got that all coming up on the blur. Of
1: course, we have traffic and weather. That'll come in handy in the eight o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 987 and 1330 KNSS.